fraternal greetings and good wishes to all the brothers and sisters the full moon hours of gemini are paving way for the energies of solstice and we stand the chance to experience the light in an abundant manner light in abundance is what is intended by the longest day that happens from this evening till tomorrow evening the light we speak of is not is not the light that we see now the sunlight is one thing 
ఇది లైట్ ఆఫ్ అవేర్నెస్ ఇస్ అనదర్ థింగ్ లైట్ వెన్ ఎవర్ ఇట్ ఈస్ స్పోకెన్ ఆఫ్ ఇన్ స్క్రిప్చర్స్ ఇట్ ఓన్లీ మీన్స్ ది లైట్ ఆఫ్ అవేర్నెస్ దిస్ లైట్ ఆఫ్ అవేర్నెస్ ఈజ్ ఆల్వేస్ అవైలబుల్ అండ్ గైడ్స్ ఫ్రమ్ విథిన్ ఈవెన్ వెన్ దెర్ ఇస్ నో sunlight even when there is no moonlight even when there is no fire because beat the sun beat the moon beat fire they glow on account of awareness that we that flows through them whenever we speak of light normally since childhood we are accustomed to the electric light or light of the lamp or light of the sun light of the moon light of the star but the scriptural understanding of light is that which enables the glow that which enables the glow <coughs> So awareness is at all times. Awareness is at all times. Even when sun is not, awareness can be. Even when moon is not, awareness can be. There was a story in Upanishads which speaks of this light of awareness. Normally we mostly use the word light we don't completely use it in the sense it is light of awareness even before you go to sleep there is awareness and a yogi sleeps in awareness that means he is aware at all times to us there is this awakened state a sleep state and a dream state isn't it we have three states throughout the day of 24 hours we experience minimum 2 maximum 3 sleep and awakening awareness is what we experience and sometimes we experience dream state also but uh, the awareness enters into this chamber it enters into this chamber of what we call awakening enters into the chamber of dream also enters into the chamber of sleep and as it as one enters into these three chambers it stands out as the fourth one and that awareness is what we are we are awareness we are units of awareness while there is the pool of awareness called the universal awareness so we are awareness that enter into three different chambers on a daily basis so we say we went into sleep 
how we were, we do not know. We get into this dreams, we get into awakened state. But the practice of discipleship enables us to experience a sleep-like state where a part of you is asleep, a part of you is awake. A part of you is asleep. A part of you is awakened. We have been speaking about the two parts of our being. We are speaking of the two brothers. One is mortal, the other is immortal, the soul and personality. The, the beauty of the soul is it doesn't sleep. What sleeps is personality. So when we orient more and more to the soul aspect of our being, more than the personality aspect of our being, we have a very gentle, subtle sleep. In the sense, we are sleeping but not sleeping. We are sleeping but not sleeping. Meaning a part is at sleep, the other part is awakened and it even gains the ability to move out and do certain acts of service and come back and join when the mortal brother wakes up. Just like a an elder brother and an younger brother. The elder brother is always awake. The younger brother, he has these states, the three states of awakening, sleeping, dreaming and all that. He is more mutable, while soul is not. So solstice enables a good fusion between the younger brother and the elder brother. Younger brother, elder brother is always oriented for a fusion with the younger one. We say younger or elder, we also say we, our personality. We can also say we and our nature. It's, a, it's by nature. Some people sleep like log of woods locks of wood. If she sleeps, even if uh, there is a huge sound outside, nothing. So, why I say this is solstice we are entering into. And uh, Gemini culminates into that solstice. Isn't it? Solstice is not something different. If time brings in continuity the phenomena of light of awareness, the phenomena of light of awareness, that the initiation happens where the, the soul infuses the personality and the personality joins the soul and gets lighted up. The personality gets lighted up, then it becomes a lighted personality. It is the infusion of the energy of soul 
that enlightens the personality and then develops into a lighted personality then we are called a lighthouse we started our talk with lighthouse and we are coming back to that point of lighthouse a lighted house is much more beautiful than just a light in the top of the house so the house is lighted so that much service can be rendered to the surroundings a lighter personality is what we call a, a golden body which eventually transforms into a diamond body it's a matter of transforming the personality from being very mundane to be ethereal and then to be causal so that you have developed your own equipment by which you serve for long years of time once the body tends to be elated the personality tends to be elated one then it has it develops the it naturally develops detachment with the body of flesh and blood it naturally develops a detachment towards the body of flesh and blood because it has formed another body within itself that's what we see as a phenomena with this flower upon which i sat as i came there was a flower kept <coughs> this flower comes out of a plant isn't it you see the stem of the stem or stalk of the flower it is through this stem such a flower has bloomed it unfolded the quality of the petals here are so different from the quality of the stag that we have it is from the body physical body which is flesh and blood through a process of discipleship or yoga it is from this body the body of light is prepared once the body of light is prepared the this can stand by itself can stand by itself normally when we think of a flower we only see this as flower isn't it so like that flowering of the younger brother her flowering of the personality is what is intended before that if we die we have a, the plant hasn't given for birth to a flower it have not given birth to a fruit just like a tree gives birth to a flower and a fruit the human constitution has the potential to give birth to a beautiful form from within from this form the other form is built up so that building up is through its association with the soul which is in association with the spirit there is the master at the top of your head 
and you are there as the soul and you have a personality isn't it you are consistent and constant relating to the master enables influx of the the needed measure of light into you and from you into the person this is how the influx happens the avatar of synthesis is around may his energy pour down in all his kingdoms in all the kingdoms may he lift up the lift up has to happen from the earth means the earthy body the personality is deeply associated with the body of flesh and blood while it is supposed to be deeply associated with the soul when the personality is associated with the flesh and blood it has no way to gain the needed light from it as it associates more and more with the soul and when the soul is in association with super soul then there is a, a downpour of light of awareness that's how we have to see the master in us who are there our personality and then our body <clears throat> the body is according to the personality some bodies are soft some are hard according to the personality it's not the shape of the body that is important it is the kind of tissues that it is carrying in it if you see many seers they are not very shapely you see ramana maharshi ramakrishna paramahamsa to them their their orientation is more to the super soul the soul is in orientation to the super soul and the personality is in relation to the soul and the needed material for the personality to build the form of light is drawn from the body that's all drawn from the body you see many masters with uh, not so very handsome bodies but their body of light is much more active and it travels it travels it impacts it helps because by constant orientation with the super soul the soul receives continuously the love light and power from the super soul which it transmits it to its younger brother the younger brother that's why there is a purpose for the soul to be in the human form that he can prepare something by which he would have a lighted body before he meets with the the death so that he can move out and 
thereby transcend the death. This is an important aspect which is also worked out in Germany which culminates into solstice. Actually, as I came here, I thought I should speak to you about the law and Germany. But as I opened the talk, this topic has come. We come back to this. It is, please note that we are three in one, as I said in the very beginning. The Master, the Universal Master who is seated in every one of us, we and our personality. These are the three. Our personality has a body of flesh and blood. It is part and parcel of it. So what we are intending through yoga or through discipleship is to make the personality gain so much light that it draws the ingredients from the body of seven tissues and prepare a different tissue which is called the eighth tissue. Eighth tissue. The, the seventh tissue which we call sperm is called sukra in Sanskrit. The seventh tissue, so through the consistent, constant influx of universal energy of the soul into the soul and from the soul into the personality, the personality gains so much of a electromagnetic impact that it gathers from the body of flesh and blood what is needed to build its body of light. Just like the flower draws from the tree to form itself and express itself out. It draws from the tree, isn't it? Where from the flower has come? Because of the flower only I, I walked into this topic. So, where from the, before where, where was it the flower? It is part and parcel of the tree. It is not hidden in the tree just as a flower. Feet, beet, a rose. I don't know the name of this flower. Daisy. So, just like the flower could find its way out of the plant, our body can also yield the kind of flower or fruit. Then the life is said to have been fructified. There is a fruition to life. Where the eighth tissue and the ninth tissue are formed. That's what we say in Sanskrit. From the seventh tissue, the eighth tissue is formed, which is called Ojas. Ojas. And from this Ojas, there would be a body formed of Tejas. Tejas means brilliance. The brilliance is born out of it is the formation of the ninth tissue, or formation of eighth tissue or ninth tissue. So that is the form which we look for. Look for means just like as we plant some, we, we sow some seeds of flower plant. 
So our target is when the seed is growing, we have in our mind the flower. If the plant grows, we we await that it flowers. It just grows, 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 but never gives a flower. What would you do? He will cut it and use it as firewood. Isn't it? He will cut it and use it as firewood. Likewise, if a, a fruit tree seeds are sown, in your mind you have the fruit. You would like to see the fruit from the tree. So as the tree grows and starts giving fruits, the tree is fulfilled. So also the human body, it is considered as fulfilled. When it gives birth to a body of light from this body, from the human body, all ingredients to form the body of light do, do exist in the human form. How do we bring this light, lighted body out of the body of flesh and blood? How do we bring it? By consistent and constant application of the soul energy to the personality. From soul to personality, personality to the body. That's how the contemplations, the worship, the prayers, all are meant to receive from above for fruition, so that you gain this body. Then you have done your job in relation to your younger brother who is born on account of your own actions. Your nature is born out of your own actions. Now you are bringing it into you make your brother equal to you. In this sense, he shines forth as much as you shine forth so that he can function through. You see the sun, so much he shines forth. So this is what the second brother is required to be made up of. I mean, he should be put to the needed transformations so that we have an able associate for accomplishment of jobs. An able associate for accomplishment of your jobs. That is what the Gemini indicates that you relate. Gemini can bring in energies from most high circles. Because it is connected to Taurus, it is connected to Aries, it is connected to male-female divinity in us. And it is a channel. The two vertical lines are like the channel. So as, as energies enter into, it's like the bottleneck, the throat, the, the energies pour in and fill the bottle and then there is the body gets the needed transformations. These transformations are most important. <coughs> However much you preserve your physical body, it has a time duration. It has a time duration and it through time it withers away. But before it withers away, 
you need to ensure that you prepare this body by that you have done justice to your twin brother to your we being the souls we need to do this justice to the twin brother which is our nature then you you are together in acts of goodwill in acts of light in acts of great service that's how it has to be prepared each one of us have to prepare our own instrument of service and that instrument is nothing but the personality for that what the teaching say is let the soul pour in to the personality energy is coming from the higher circles soul carries the energy triple quality of light love and power it can relate to the super soul bring in as much energy as possible transmit into to the personality and so that the personality which is integrated into the body of flesh and blood slowly regathers itself regathers itself if you take an egg and break it you have fluids in it isn't it but if the egg is allowed to grow and it is well hatched with the by the mother egg the mother egg is like the master the egg which is otherwise very fluid slowly from out of it the chick is formed from where did the chick form where from where did the chick form it formed out of the the fluids which are yellowish and whitish if the egg breaks even before the chick is formed there is no chick isn't it likewise if if death comes even before you form this body of light you will have to be reborn and reborn and reborn and the personality is always oriented to things of flesh and blood always only relating to body and bodily uh, <coughs> requirements bodily comfort and uh, the shapeliness of body and all these things were preoccupied there are so many beauty clinics cosmetics and so much is there in the objective life for maintenance of a body which which is sure to die but that body has a potential for preparing a body which does not die when you are immortal and when you have a mortal brother is it not a great service that you transform your mortal brother into an immortal one for that you should always remember that i am the soul and i have a personality but you know what happens this distinction is not maintained in the in the aspirants 
the aspirants do not remember that i am the soul eternal and i have a personality which i am trying to transform instead the identity is shifted into personality and we believe what we are is what our personality is that is a mistaken identity instead of causing an elevation to personality the soul integrates into personality which should integrate with whom the personality should integrate into the soul but what happens in an ordinary person or even an aspirant is the soul integrates into personality so then that is a sure prophecy because what dies you are entering into that so you also experience the death while you are immortal you are you gain a, a different state of awareness by having totally integrated with the personality though you do not die but you experience death what dies is this personality and the body associated with it and you are eternal so how the situations get degraded when we do not recollect this and this 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 basic knowledge that i am the soul and i have a personality we don't distinguish do we we identify with our personality and define ourselves while we are indefinable as soul there is the soul has a different name it has a different number do we know our name as soul do we know? each one is ascribed a number and a a name in the higher circles to identify even our names are for identity purposes in the outer life so also in the inner life there is identity by way of a number and by way of a name which is given as the name which you know is given to you there is also a name given to the soul that's how jalkul remains jalkul in wherever he incarnates he remembers agasya is agasya vasistha is vasistha devapi is devapi maitreya is maitreya in which our form he is they because they gain this spiritual name they gain this they gain this spiritual identity and their personality has gained that kind of immortality this immortal personality that you build is what we call salomon temple that is what we call the golden temple that is also called the diamond temple temple is the personality the soul is the image in the temple and and the image which the soul is is but a representation of the universal soul the universal soul its image is the image in the temple and the temple is the personality so to have a temple which stands for 
long cycles of time without being desecrated. Such a temple renders grand service, isn't it? There are temples which are rendering service for yugas. Yugas. There are temples that are very quickly destroyed. And there are small temples whose cycle of existence is very short. So if you say temple or a church, there are small churches which slowly get dilapidated. There are big churches that survive a little more time. But there are churches which survive cycles of time. Likewise the personalities. However big our personality is, it terminates with this life. It terminates with this life. You would not have the same kind of a social status, economic status, and the kind of form you have. All this is gone. But from this seemingly temporary personality which is in such a such a thick association with the body of flesh and blood, you try to gain the the juice out of this body of flesh and blood and develop a personality which stands as your lighted body instead of a body of flesh and blood. This entire work is conducted by Sirius via Gemini for the humanity. By Sirius. In the morning passage, there was further commentary which I did not read for you. Gemini is the entry point for the energies of Sirius into our system. Aquarius is the entry point for the energies of Great Bear to enter into our system. Libra is the entry point for the energy of seven mothers to enter into our system. So Gemini it enables reception of the energies of the of Sirius, by which there is a downpour of energy and the soul gets fulfilled when it is relating to it. And that energy is transmitted into the personality so that the personality gradually gets infused, infused by the soul energy. The word used in the books is soul-infused personality. But we are personality-confused souls. Our personality just clouds and we only keep on wagging our tails about the beauty of our personality or the other aspect of our Beauty of form, beauty of personality are nothing compared with the beauty of the soul. Each one is hundred times more beautiful than the other. Therefore, what is important is transform the personality with the support of the soul and let, let soul receive the support from the super soul. That is the reason why we are asked to connect to the universal master whose seat is, in the, is at the top of our head. 
He said, He is at the top of our head. So when we say, Oh, we are making a funnel, a funnel, and then open up here. Now you make a funnel and open up here. It goes further up and makes a point of tension by which energy is entered. They enter, they, enter, they enter into your head, they enter through the channel of your throat, into your heart chamber, there the alchemy is carried out for transformation of personality. That is the work which, by which Gemini's work is culminate, it culminates into solstice. Every time at the end of Gemini, what do you get? Solstice. The summer solstice where the light is very high. It is the longest day, that's what we say now. Tomorrow is the longest day. Tomorrow's dawn is of great consequence for people who practice with light of awareness. Therefore, it has to be, we need to orient it. And the work relating to it, the work relating to it, happens during the entire month of Gemini. And as we approach very near to it, it has to be an intense orientation. That's what the morning meditation says, three days of preparation and one day of initiation. It is by chance we are here three days before, isn't it? Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. We are here. Three days of preparation for one day of initiation. Initiation happens according to the justice. Justice. Isn't it? Judgment. What is judged? Your lawful activity is judged. Your lawful activity, again the geometrician figures in the lawful activity, the right action, the right action. On that basis, the entry into the temple of light happens or not happens. There is the, an entry into temple of light tonight, which happens or not happens according to the kind of activity we have been holding on till date. Till date. That's why preparation is said to be for 90 days, meaning from the beginning of equinox. From equinox to solstice, there has to be this orientation for the entry into the temple. That's how the, the science of astrology as also the science of yoga speak of the importance of the first three months. That right action which is given to disciples as regulation, as discipline, when that is followed, it enables us to experience Entry into the temple of light and be one with it. That's where Gemini stands for 
చెబడి రూల్స్ ఓవర్ ఆల్ దిస్ట్రిక్ టెంపుల్స్ ఆన్ ది ప్లానెట్ అండ్ ఈవెన్ బియాండ్ ఇట్ గివ్స్ ఎంట్రీ ఇన్ టు సీరియస్ ఆల్సో ఇట్ గివ్స్ ఎంట్రీ ఇన్ టు సీరియస్ ఇన్ టు గ్రేట్ గ్రాండ్ వైట్ లాట్ సచ్ ఇస్ ది డైమెన్షన్ ఆఫ్ జమినీ విచ్ ఐ విష్ టు ప్లేస్ బిఫోర్ యూ అండ్ దిస్ లా ఈజ్ ఫ్రేమ్డ్ బై ది జడ్జెస్ ఇన్ సాజిటారస్ ది లా ఈజ్ ఫ్రేమ్డ్ ఇన్ సాజిటారస్ and it is administered in libra it is administered in libra it is interpreted in gemini the gemini the gemini with its mercury has excellent ability to interpret that's why best lawyers happen through gemini advocates what do they they what do they advocate they have to advocate for the law they have to advocate for the law the supposed and the judges have to administer the law and the judgment the punishment if any happens in libra that's how law the law is ruled but for the disciple who follows the path of the law he is handed over the the rod the rod of law the rod of justice he holds the rod he holds the rod and the rod supports him the law supports the disciples lawlessness and some practices of worship or meditation they don't go together lawful how lawful have you been in terms of the universal law the law which is set forth by vishwakarma <coughs> that is what we call dharma in sanskrit we call it dharma how did you relate to your fellow beings how did you relate to animals how did you relate to plant how did you relate to minerals how did you relate to devas how did you relate to five elements how did you relate in general to the surroundings because the key is the art of relating the art of relating by this one is judged by this art of relating one is judged not otherwise so therefore the law takes a, a major hmm, dimension for the judgment so the law is as i said yajna a life of offering but not a life of self seeking that is what is demonstrated by yudhishthira in his entire life as he said in mahabharata in mahabharata yudhishthira is the only one who consciously walks into higher circles nanadar nanadar not the other brothers they are also lawful but not as lawful as yudhishthira in this sense even with the four 
he remained friendly, friendly. Even with this four, the enemy, he remained, his attitude is one of, one of friendliness. The cousins who troubled them over a century, he was still very considerate about them, compassionate of them, and was very friendly to them, while the other brothers could not have that kind of friendliness. That kind of friendliness. That's why he is called the king of the law, Dharma Raja. King of the law. He mastered the law in a manner that he practiced ahimsa to the core. He practiced ahimsa to the core. To the core. Therefore, when they decided to depart on the way, Brother Five falls first. His problem was he has knowledge of the future. Brother Five Sahadeva is called, meaning he, is, he walks with Devas, that is his station. Sahadeva means he is one with the angels, that is his stature, but he has the pride of knowing the future. If we know little astrology already, we are very proud now. A little astrology, when we come to know, we are already proud. Consider a man who knows, who knows things as they happen. That is his uh, speciality, but he carried the pride of it. Therefore, he had to fall. When he was falling, when he was dying, he asked his eldest brother, throughout life I followed you and followed the law. How is it that I am falling now? The eldest brother said, Yes, it is true that you are very righteous and my sympathies are always there for you. But you, you entertain the pride of the knowledge of the future. Then as they proceeded further, brother four, he, he fell. He was also, they were all considered very lawful, all the sons of light, the five Pandavas were considered to be great sons of light and very lawful, but still there is something lacking. So the brother four, when he fell, he asked, why, the, why am I falling? Then the eldest brother, he answered, he had the pride of being very skillful. Very skillful. He had the pride, the pride of being very skillful. He is so skillful that the scripture acclaims him as one who can walk in between the raindrops. The scripture adores him, saying that this is, the skill of this man is such, he can even, he can even walk through the raindrops, which is impossible. It's only to say in a hyperbole. Such. That means he is most skillful fellow. Very skillful. But uh, it's okay, he can be skillful, but to entertain the feeling, I am, I am skillful. 
ఇట్స్ ఓకే ఇఫ్ యూ ఇఫ్ యూ క్యారీ సమ్ నాలెడ్జ్ బట్ ఇఫ్ యూ ఎంటర్టైన్ ది ఫీలింగ్ దట్ ఐఎమ్ నాలెడ్జిబుల్ దిస్ ఫీలింగ్ ఈస్ డేంజరస్ ఫీలింగ్ అబౌట్ వన్ సెల్ఫ్ ఈస్ వెరీ డేంజరస్ వెరీ డేంజరస్ సో హీ వాజ్ స్కిల్ఫుల్ సో హీ ఎంటర్టైన్ ది థాట్ ఐఎమ్ వెరీ స్కిల్ఫుల్ అమంగ్ మై బ్రదర్స్ ఎట్సెట్రా అండ్ దెన్ కేమ్ ది టర్న్ ఆఫ్ arjuna the great hero he is famous global <laughs> he is globally famous arjuna not so much his history isn't it people don't speak frequently about his history people only speak about arjuna 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 everywhere arjuna 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 and we also have in many continents this name being given to children arjuna hmm? there are arjunas in south america arjunas in europe arjuna in america of course so many arjunas in india <coughs> so popular but he was so very lawful so very righteous but the problem of feeling of self he has the feeling that he is the best archer of the times he is the best archer of the times and again the most beautiful among the five sons of light this is his problem man can be beautiful but if he entertains the feeling that he is very beautiful or handsome it it, it causes the fall so yudhishthira told him your problem is again the pride the pride that you are the best archer and that you are among five of us the most beautiful so that's all then came bhima bhima of whom we have spoken a bit in our seminar the the second one the, he is very strong he carries the, the strength of air there is no way to beat him he is an anger brother to hanuman anger brother to hanuman so very strong he can handle any crowd <laughs> single handedly that's his strength and he can grow so he had the pride that he is a great devotee of shiva you can be a devotee but you cannot give titles to yourself even if, even if others give titles to you that you are this you are that he had to remove immediately remove that label and put it in the dustbin people frequently when they praise you you think you are all that and that is the beginning of the fall so bhima had the problem of of the invincible physical ethereal strength he has not only physical body but also other bodies so he is very strong okay to be strong is a virtue but to feel about the virtue is a vice that's why you have fallen so then remained the lady the lady called draupadi you know draupadi she was born out of fire out of fire ritual she took birth 
is a fiery being, the most beautiful woman of the time. Number, that is the second speciality. The third, the third speciality is if she is here, if she is in candlestick, up to down the hill, up to say twelve kilometers, the fragrance would be the fragrance. She is so fragrant, which is an unusual quality. This no one describes. She has a name called Saugandhi. Saugandhi means the best of perfume. Wherever she is, she can, it can be very easily identified. Where Draupadi is can easily be identified because her perfume is into a radius up to twelve kilometers. So to have such a beautiful form, having been born out of fire, and then having this fragrance which is a unique quality, and not to feel about it is a bit difficult. When <laughs> you have some specialities, you do feel about them from time to time. So she had to fall because of this. Draupadi said, I have been so righteous and I am fire-like, pure. Why, why should I fall? Then she said, the same. So they had also done some little acts of ignorance in their life. Little acts of... But when it comes to Yudhisthira, even when he was instigated to digress from law, Krishna tries on him if he can digress him from the law. But again, Yudhisthira did not agree. I said, I don't care if I win, I lose. If I be a, if I remain a king or an ordinary person, I don't care. All that I care is the law. Am I doing the right thing? Am I thinking the right thing? Am I speaking the right thing? These are the three. What is right? It is in tune with the plan given by Vishwakarma. The dharma. That is the only thing. Nothing else is important to him. So therefore he could walk through. He could walk through. He could walk through and on the way his body of flesh and blood falls, but he continues to walk with his etheric form. Then comes the, from the etheric plane a, a chariot sent by King Celestials. The King Celestial. He sends his vehicle. Because this is the man who could consciously walk through and on the, on the way he just dropped it. Just like a cobra, King Cobra, it's, it drops its outer skin every seven years and again moves forward with the shining form. The beauty of cobra is something very dazzling to us. Many times in India, during our childhood, we used to see the left-out form of the cobra on a flower plant, on a jasmine bush. It leaves its, its outer skin, which is today we studied it, no? 
for the full moon meditation. Serpent hair loosens its skin. Every seven years, a king cobra leaves its form. Because it is a yogi. And again, with a very shining form, it keeps moving. A king cobra can also fly. It's a winged serpent. And every seven years it feels it has heaviness of the body because through the five elements. So it again leaves it, it always leaves it on a perfumed flower bush. He rests. The king cobra rests his shed only on the flower bushes. Not anywhere and everywhere. Not everywhere and everywhere. And then moves onward. Like this, Yudhisthira, his form, body of flesh and blood falls, but he keeps walking. Hence the celestial sense from the, the ethereal, he is in the ethereal state. Then there was, the, the, the chariot was there, the chariot driver was there, chauffeur was there. He said, you are invited by the king celestial. Oh, he wished to see you. He is very happy with your performance. So please get into the chariot. The beauty is along with him all through, along with his five brothers and his ladies. There was also a dog coming with him. And the dog also moved into etheric plane. Can you imagine that? Etheric plane. Dogs cannot <laughs> gain it, no, but it gained there. And he, when he was asked to get into the chariot, he said, My brothers would not follow me. My lady could not follow me. But here is a dog that could follow me up to this point. And uh, I am born as a king. I have a, I have the duty to protect this which followed me. So, if you permit, the dog also will enter into the chariot. The shopper said, no, there are no dogs in heaven. There are no dogs in heaven, they are not permitted. My instruction is to bring you to heaven in this chariot, not any other. The King Celestial knows that only you would survive the, the travel and, and the invitation is only for you. Then Yudhisthira said, I am sorry. I cannot abandon that which accompanied me all through. I cannot. I cannot abandon and come with you. You can please return. Pay my, I pay my respects to the King Celestial, convey my respects to him. For this reason, I wish to stay with the dog, then come to the heaven. Then the dog transformed into the Lord of Pluto, the Lord of Pluto, Yama, Yama Dharma Raja. Is. Yama, the Pluto, he is the cosmic principle of dharma, justice. The Lord of Death, he is the cosmic principle of justice. 
He said, I am totally pleased with you. Pluto, he said to Dharmaraja, Yudhisthira, I am so pleased with you. So, I have no bones of joy. I haven't seen such a being either in the other kingdoms or this kingdom. I have no words. You are so great in performing dharma. We have no temptation and we have no feeling for yourself and we have always followed dharma. Always. Since we speak about the judgment day, we need to tell this story because this is the most ideal story that should be narrated in relation to judgment. Where should you go after you, after your body falls? Where should you go? He is decided by Pluto, the Lord of Death. He decides where we should move. Our, he, he hands over the e-ticket then. He, he gives you the flight ticket. It could be anywhere depending upon what you have done. <coughs> So this judgment, the best interpreter of the law is, the, is Pluto. You may escape from the laws of the governments. There are many people, rich and powerful, they always escape from the law of the government. Isn't it? But the law of nature is inescapable and that is interpreted. That is interpreted by the army, the, the group members relating to Pluto. The, the Lord of Death, he has his own group who keep on recording every event relating to us in the Akasha. In a very strange manner, they keep records relating to us. Of every being, there is a, an account number given to you, which is your number. Like in the bank, you have your account. The account of every human is kept in a strange manner. Strange in the sense there are no books. The books are Akasha. The scribes are called Lipikas. The chief of those who make the entries is called Chitra Gupta. Chitra, Chitra means strange. Gupta means secretive. He very strangely records every event relating to us and it remains only with him. He may forget what we have done, but he does not. He opens, he opens and shows it to you. He opens and shows it to you, my boy. It's a replay. It's a replay of your life where he shows the related event. Is it not, is it not so? Did, do you think, did you, do you think what you spoke, what you acted is right? You can't open your mouth because it is every detail, every detail with related interpretation is there. And he says you can argue if you want. You can argue, but you would have no argument because everything is 
clearly proved <laughs> with a video. That's why he is called Chitragupta. He is always by the side of Pluto. So when the soul departs either way, either way means consciously leaving the body, or like the death that we generally experience the, the humanity, the judgment is on that basis, accordingly the next incarnation is arranged. Accordingly, the next incarnation is arranged. And with full consent you, act, you, you totally accept it because you see it yourself. Since you see it yourself, you will be in concordance with it, in accordance with it. You bow down and say, yes, I made mistakes. Give me another opportunity. So you are sent back and then you, you start playing the game again. So, so, and again you do the same mistakes. You miss we. <laughs> we keep on doing the same mistakes again and again and again until we arrange this influx of energy into us. We should arrange for this influx of energy into us from the most high regions into the chamber of our heart for which throat is the channel. Throat is the channel. And this work is conducted by higher, from higher circles. The influx is from most high circles. That's why it is also said in the esoteric astrology of Master Jualkul, where uh, the, the sun we see, his, his energies reach us through Leo, the central sun energies come to us through Gemini. Central sun, central spiritual sun, that's how he uses the word. And the cosmic sun energies come to us through Aquarius. Cosmic sun in Aquarius, central sun energy in Gemini, and the sun energies in Leo. This is how it is said. So Gemini enables us to receive from the cosmic plane, from the higher plane. That's why Gayatri, that's why this five-four, five-headed God, male-female with the Trinity, relating to it and receiving the energies as soul. We should receive the energies as soul and transmit it to our personality. It should be a conscious working. From super-soul to soul, from soul to personality, and personality radiating more and more brings from the body of flesh and blood the fire which is hidden in the body of flesh and blood. The frictional fire which is hidden in the body of flesh and blood, it gathers that fire. As it gathers that fire, it transforms itself into a kundalini fire. And that is what causes the speedy transformation of the body of flesh and blood into a body of light. So that it happens. And the opportunity for that is the month of Gemini annually. It should be daily practice. <laughs> daily you have to work with the throat in the sense you make utterances, intonations, incantations for influx of light into you. 
or you relate to inhalation and exhalation which is also an aspect of gemini gemini is is the facility for to utter forth sound gemini is also a channel there through which there is entry of air from outside to inside and inside to outside so relate to the the air that enters into you and along with the air that gets out of you move forward move through the channel move through up to the bridge of the nose and keep moving up into the head for that the password the password is soham soham is the password the entry into the temple for the entry into the temple there has, there is a password that password is soham that is what is called yakin and boyish caster and polax jaya and vijaya and these are all various names given but exotic names don't give the key the key is in you as soham which is regularly attracted by the air that enters into you the air that enters into you makes a sound of so the air that exists from you makes the sound hum so relate to so hum so hum as you inhale and exhale focusing at the throat and with the help of hum move into higher circle move as high as you can and with the help of so bring in as much as you can from the most high circles from the most high circles through inhalation bring in energies into the heart even up to the navel up to libra bring it down even up to libra then and as you exhale imagine that you are moving along with the air along with the air you are moving out the air is enabling you to move up that is what is called lift up lift up from libra because libra is the touchdown isn't it you know from the bible that the snake touched down in libra libra is the touchdown into objectivity so exhalation enables the 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 force of air it enables you move along with it you should not allow the exhalation to just go out of you witnessing it's going out that is what people do people do how the air is entering into it as a as a witness they see it and as it moves out they also see the air moving out by that you are not benefited you are benefited when you move along with the exhalation you participate in that journey of upward movement of air move along with it the swar krishna also says in the 8th chapter of bhagavad gita he says as you utter forth om consciously move along with the sound and exhalation to, to as high as possible and even beyond your sahasrara each time you utter om move along with the with the air and the sound as it happens vertically through the channel of gemini 
into the bro center, agnya center, sahasara and beyond. This is how in the thirteenth strophe of eighth chapter, Krishna gives the key. How to become immortal? Akshara. This girl tending to be Akshara. So therefore, that's why Om is a, is a process. Soham is the password. Air is the means. Air is the means. And Gemini is a airy sign, isn't it? And air is the true guru. Namaste Vayu, we say, isn't it? Every morning, every evening, we say Namaste Vayu. Why we only salute the air? Why not the fire? Why not Akasha? Because air is one principle which we know that it exists and you can't see it. Air is among the five elements. You can see Akasha. You can see fire, you can see water, you can see matter, but you cannot see air. But you know it is there. Isn't it? How do you see the wind? Only when the leaves move on, we see the wind. Or when the, when the skin perceives, senses it, you know it. But do you see the air? So it is one of the mysterious principle whose existence we perceive but whom we cannot see. So is God. So is the energy which is called God. That's why the principle which is ever-existing and yet not visible, for that the example is air. And air lifts you up. Fat burns up. Water soaks you, matter decays you. To reach Akasha, you need air. So air is true guru that lifts you up and it is invisible. That's why the Upanishads decided to, to, to relate to air as it works in you. To relate to air. So, Namaste Vayu Tvameva Pratyaksham Brahmasi. You are the perceptible Brahma to me. There is an imperceptible Brahma whom I wish to reach. But you are the perceptible one through whom I can reach the imperceptible. That's the beauty of our saying. Namaste Vayu Tvameva Pratyaksham Brahmasi. Tvameva Pratyaksham Brahmavadishyami. Meaning? I declare you are my immediate perceptible Guru, Brahma. With your help I move upwards. With your help I move into higher circles. That's how the Vayu, the, the Lord of air is worshipped. So, and Gemini is... He conducts the descent as well as the ascent. The lungs also belong to Gemini. How beautiful is Gemini. 
సో దేర్ ఫోర్ ఇఫ్ యూ సీ ది స్టోరీ ఆఫ్ మహాభారత రామాయణ ఇట్ ఈస్ ది ప్రిన్సిపుల్ ఆఫ్ ఎయిర్ దట్ కాజెస్ ది డెలివరెన్స్ ఇట్ ఈస్ హనుమాన్ హూ కాజెస్ లిబరేషన్ ఫర్ ది లేడీ సీత ఇట్ ఈస్ భీమా హూ పుట్స్ ఆఫ్ ది హండ్రెడ్ సన్స్ ఆఫ్ ది బ్లైండ్ ఇట్ ఈస్ భీమా హూ ఎనేబుల్స్ ఎస్కేప్ ఆఫ్ ది ఫైవ్ బ్రదర్స్ ఫ్రమ్ ఏ ల్యాకర్ హౌస్ ఫ్రమ్ ఏ ల్యాకర్ హౌస్ he finds a way for all the sons to come out of a calamity the house is our body to come out of this body ramayana gives a story where hanuman enables moving into moving out of the body and liberates beings and in mahabharata again it is bhima who is an airy principle who conducts deliverance for his brothers many times so this air principle is of great importance and what is happening with us in our yoga we say that and conclude today master cbv whose energy is aquarius he takes it in aquarius in us which is the top of the head and he then he is the sound that he gives when we utter forth at the throat he causes the lift up of the beings from libra from libra to gemini from gemini to aquarius that is the lift up he conducts and as it as it first he repairs the final personality he repairs the personality and it is his major work he told in so many words my main work is to transform your personality into a lighted body that's my main work so that you experience immortality and thereafter i let you experience the brahman first be immortal later be brahman the work is done by the master with the help of the full moon in aquarius he was born on the full moon of leo full moon of leo meaning the moon is in aquarius moon in aquarius he made best use of to receive the energies and he transmits through gemini through mekal and causes the lift up from libra in which the humanity is that's the beauty of the work that the master has formulated in tune with the plan coming to him from the higher circles so working with this principle of gemini so he is working for self liberation where performance of life in tune with dharma becomes a fundamental requisite fundamental requisite so that is how a few dimensions of gemini have come out of course gemini also has its double functioning as the thread of life and thread of light it's also gemini thread of light and thread of life wherever you see the double it is gemini thread of light is the male male dimension thread of life is the female dimension and they emerge from agnya and gemini precedes over 
both thread of life and thread of light. He functions through the, the energies of Gemini, functions through the nervous system. It, they also, he also conducts oxygenation of the blood vessels. Oxygenation of blood vessels. And it is uh, the Gemini energy that enables functioning of the thymus gland, which is otherwise dormant in people. Thymus gland is normally dormant among the humans. <clears throat> and many doctors, I know cases where thymus gland is removed to avoid certain complications. And if you ask any doctor, he says it's not functional. The present day medicine, they are right because most of the, most of the people it doesn't function. Spleen also. Many doctors say that spleen is no important. But spleen is of great importance in esoteric understanding. So is thymus gland. So is pineal gland. Pineal gland is the ultimate. So he Gemini presides over thymus gland. It presides over life flow. It can oxygenate the, the life flow and keep the health intact, keep the vitality intact. It can also stimulate the nervous system in, 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 in a, for, for, for very quick perceptions. It is through nerves the awareness flow. We call them nodis. The channels through which light tra- travels through the plexus are called nadis in Sanskrit. The channels through which blood flows are called naras. But in English or both, they use nervous system. Nerve, blood nerve, awareness nerve. So, Gemini presides over the two systems where there is flow of awareness and flow of life. And it, your, your appropriate functioning in your, with your, with the soul in your, super soul in you, when there is influx of light and life into you, the thymus gland comes, becomes functional. And that would be a great uh, advantage. This is another dimension of Gemini. And the last dimension of Gemini, the two shoulders and the two arms, the two hands, they belong to Gemini. You have to use your shoulders, your arms and your hands only to support others. That's the ultimate. They have to be engaged in serving the surroundings. The sh- shoulder to shoulder we say. You shoulder others' troubles and help share them. Share. You use your arms to comfort and you use your hands to serve. Three dimensions of the branches we have on either side is an aspect of Gemini, which is the ultimate message of Gemini. So let us... Living with wisdom is always very beautiful. And it brings us to fresh resolves, isn't it? Before the old habits overtake us, establish one or two or three of these dimensions in our daily routine so that we move forward. Thank you.
నమస్కారం